Welcome to JT's Canadian Corner of the Internet, a podcast documenting and talking about all things miniature painting, creative maker projects, and personal growth. In the weekly recap, I'll chat about the month of June, the joys of 3D printing, both FDM and SLA, and the leaderboard recap for Marbles on Stream. I'm your host, JT, and let's get right into it. So long and short, I missed the month of June for podcasting. And during the month of June, I was supposed to go for my first treatment for my MS. Uh, This wouldn't pan out quite the way I would have liked it to pan out as I got sick early on in the month of June and couldn't attend the appointments, what with the pandemic and all. So the MS treatments have been pushed out for a month and they are now happening in July and I have received one of my treatments and everything is going as planned. Now, there was no anything to be concerned about. Everything was reasonably uneventful in my first treatment. And so moving forward, we're looking really well. Uh, At the start of June, I had got a cold or a sickness that developed into a chest infection. I was ultimately out for two weeks. I did stream for those two weeks, but I did not attend work and I couldn't get to that. So if you're curious where the podcast went, the raspy voice that I had during those two weeks knocked me off the rocker. And so hopefully we get back into the swing of things. I appreciate your patience very much. So on the paint desk on stream in the month of June. Now in the month of June, we managed to get quite a bit done on stream. We did everything from speed painting right into the practice bust. So I built, assembled, primed and painted. I believe that was mentioned in the last weekly recap, which would have been the end of May. The Stargrave models, all of the Stargrave models, all of the Infinity models, all of the RTLW models, and there's one other uh, not RTLW and not Infinity model that got painted for my Stargrave crew for a total of 10 models, which is fantastic now that that crew is finished. I'm excited to hopefully get into a game or two with uh, a friend or two about how Stargrave works. I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully this re-inspires me to be excited about sci-fi. Now, that being said, I did struggle quite a bit with the some of the Stargrave models. Uh, in particular, I had a really hard time with the Infinity models, which are the Reverend Moira's. The pewter that Corvus Belli uses is some of the smoothest I've ever encountered in my entire life and I have some reasonably large hands and the true scale in which Corvus Belli decides to make their models made it a little harder to ensure that everything was glued into place and now the pinning was always an option of course but it was one of those things where at the point and where I was in which pinning would have been an option it would have been a little harder than I would have liked to have made it to be. So we we blitzed those out as fast as humanly possible. We experimented with some oil washes and stuff on the custom made bases that I had. And just about every one of those models, if not all of the models got the uh, extreme zenithal highlight from the one side to make them more dramatic feeling. And they were ultimately all speed painted, which was good. I had a lot of fun uh, 
doing that, aside from the challenges in building a couple of them, I did have quite a lot of fun. Um, also on stream, we did get into the practice bust. So after my last lesson with Matt Pietro, the practice bust made its way onto stream after executing what was absolute witchcraft in Verdaccio, which is a style of painting skin tones using an undertone of green. This undertone of green is intended to make the skin tones more vibrant and maybe not more vibrant that's probably not the right word more interesting and sell some realistic tones and if you go back onto my instagram and you look at the verdaccio style or possibly on my twitter i can't quite recall where i posted it but it is absolute witchcraft uh the verdaccio was taught to me by matt di pietro or shown to me by matt di pietro and I, it, it executed quite well. I was quite happy to do it in the month of June. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It's witchcraft, but it, it was a lot of fun. I also managed to do a genie or a jin, however you want to pronounce that. And that was done mostly with airbrush and oil washes, which was another wonderful thing to try to do was leverage a little more time behind the airbrush and get used to using that tool and hopefully take some of the skills that I learned moving forward to make my painting even faster. So off stream in the month of June work on the Minotaur project uh, was full full steam ahead at the start of June. I uh, was working quite well. I had the bases assembled, everything was ready, pinned set up sub assemblies the whole nine yards i got the base to a place that i was in love with i got them primed i got the zenithal highlight exactly where i wanted and then i stopped the i had worked myself uh into a state of paralysis over what to do with the minotaur in terms of what colors i should use whether or not i should do a value sketch that was being tossed me by matt di pietro should i do a this color should i do a that color it it was it was a very interesting dilemma which paralyzed me and I never I never moved on the Minotaur project until later on in the month, much later on in the month. Um, so when I did finally get back into the swing of things, I started relying on my decision making process during my speed painting. So picking a color and making it work, and if it isn't quite right, just adjust it one direction or the other, which is great. And, and in this effort, I really do owe some thanks to a couple of friends of mine for encouraging me to get back into it and letting me know that it's not really that big of a deal. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they're miniatures and they're mine, and I'm going to be obviously sending this one to Imla Drasil, but it was good. I reached out and made mention of my paralysis to uh, two of my viewers, Imla Drasil and Deadeye, both of which who came in real strong in helping me get back into the swing of it and get my inspiration back. So thank you very much guys for that. I appreciate it more than you can possibly know. All right, now FDM printers, SLA printers. I don't know what you prefer. Maybe you prefer SLA printers because you can get those crisp miniatures and print as many as you want and paint as many as you want. Or perhaps you prefer FDM for hopefully leveraging something that would be useful. Uh, 
I endeavored to purchase a FDM printer and succeeded in the month of June. I purchased it from a friend who was no longer using his. And so I picked up a Creality Ender V2, Creality Ender 3 V2. And I've been having quite a lot of fun using that FDM printer. There is uh, quite a, quite a, not, maybe not quite a few posts on Instagram, but there are at least a couple of posts on Instagram about the FDM printer and how I'm using it. I've printed uh, some little jet fighter toys for my own daughters and the neighbor's kids and, and so on, and having quite a lot of fun with that. The FDM printer opens up a whole new side of the 3D printing world that I kind of figured that I would like, but I didn't understand how much I would like it. And so even now, as I, before I recording this podcast, I went and I started a 3D print that I have to check on. However, it's, I could sit and watch an FDM printer go forever and ever, which is, I don't know, odd, I guess it's something satisfying about watching a 3D printer work or a CNC machine or anything of that degree that can even be said for resin printing so and it was good to get the FDM printer running again uh not running again getting the FDM printer because it would get me back into my SLA printers my Elegoo Mars printers and I had two bottles of resin show up in the month of June I had a Soraya Tech Fast Smoky show up as well as a Soraya Tech uh, tenacious bottle show up and so I've started experimenting with some resin mixtures and what would be best as I find that when I'm using the standard gray resin if I knock a model over they tend to break so I'm hoping the Soraya Tech's tenacious mixture uh, helps solve that problem I understand it's not going to alleviate all of it but I'm hoping that it alleviates some of it the FDM printer is currently, like I said, I was printing before I came in here to record this. It is currently working on the bits and pieces for printing a mostly printed CNC machine from V1 Engineering. Uh, if you take a look around on the internet with the Google machine, you should be able to see or find if you Google V1 Engineering or MPCNC you should find the plans. All of the plans for the 3D printed parts are available online, uh, whether it be through Thingiverse, GitHub, or the Prussia website. The I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be a CNC machine, hopefully for me, uh, in and around the four foot by four foot mark. Now, obviously that's probably not gonna be the work area, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to learning a lot about the FDM printer life using the parts for a CNC machine to print and then learning all about that. So there's going to be quite a lot of G code, I think, in my future, as well as some learning for maybe Fusion 360 or some of the other 3D programs that can leverage that variety of equipment. So stay stay posted and i onto the instagram and the twitter i look forward to sharing more of my uh dabbling in the automated manufacturing as it were over there so and now the part everybody's been waiting for for at least a month we are into the marbles on stream recap 
Now, the last weekly recap that I did was the third round of the May. So we're going to go over two months worth of standings, May and June. Uh, you may have to refer to the weekly recap on episode five to find out where the May standings were. And you'll just have to believe me that June panned out the way that it did. May standings after the final round, your top three positions overall and points holder, your winner being Freestyle HQ with 160 points, Asri coming in at second with 149 points, and House Kato coming in at third with 132 points. Your most DNFs and eliminations for the month of May are as follows. We have a tie for first place with Dr. Fujisawa and Commander Mittens, both with 12 DNFs. And third place belongs to Gore with 11 DNFs. The top three whole shot positions for the month of May are as follows. We have JT Stark 04 with four whole shots. And then second, third, and fourth is a four-way tie between Kane North, House Kato, Berserker Works, and Memnor, each with three whole shots in the month of May. The idea behind the June Marbles on stream was I was going to do two nights of double headers due to the medical appointments that I had. That wouldn't pan out. I did do a double header, but all that ended up doing was making it a 45 race circuit rather than a, I believe, 36. Either way, June standings after the month of June, your top three positions are as follows. House Kato will walk away with another podium at the end of the month, but this time at the top with 179 points. Magical Hack will come in at second overall at 171 points. And the host of the marbles on stream, JT Stark 04, will grab third place with 160 points. I can hear you screaming rigged right now, Rocket Pepper. You do not have to come after me. The top three eliminations for the month of June, most DNFs. House Kato with 17 DNFs on the month, and then a tie for second and third between Dr. Fujisawa and Imla Drusil, each with 15 DNFs. And at the end of it all, we got the top three whole shot positions for June. JT Stark coming in at first with the most whole shots in June again with six whole shots. Imla Drusil grabbing five in second place and House Kato is going to walk away with third with four whole shots. So that was a the last couple of months the leaderboard standings from the Marbles on stream. And we're going to start looking ahead to the following weeks. This coming week, we'll be working on the bust on stream, as well as possibly a warlock that's now made it back into the mix after I've stripped it. So uh, I have some coaching later on this week on a Wednesday uh, with Matt DiPietro, and we'll finish this week off with a double header on Friday for Marbles on Stream, which will be which will be good to do that. And don't forget on Friday we also do the community spotlight. So. Make sure to stop by the stream sometime this week. Uh, drop off some pictures, your work, some progress in the Discord, 
and we cover them in the community spotlight every Friday night before Marbles on stream. Thanks very much, everyone, for stopping in to have a listen. I appreciate it more than you know. Don't forget to catch me over on my social media on Twitch, twitch.tv slash jtstark04, Instagram at jtstark04, and Twitter at jtstark04. I'm JT, coming to you from the Canadian corner of the internet. I hope you all have a fantastic week.